we're going to, we're going to stitch this together and it's going to be absolutely completely not seamless. Thank you to our sponsors who bought ad space right in the middle. Okay. So good night, everybody. What is everyone drinking? Sean. Uh, so in honor of uh, today's HWR race finishing in the volcano, I've made myself a uh, Manhattan riff with a Chile de Arbol infused uh, bourbon. Uh, and I call it a Mazatlan. Okay, then. <laughs> What's the bourbon, though? Uh, it, was a, it was a bullet base. Fair play. Good job. Brett, what are you drinking? I have an Old Vine Zinfandel red wine, and I've already forgotten which winery it's from. Sorry. It's okay. Chris? Uh, yeah, in honor of Brent offending all the French trees a couple of weeks ago, I went with a, a cognac-finished um, Ferrand uh, bourbon from Bardstown Bourbon Company. Just picked this up yesterday. Haven't tried it yet. Mm. Cracking it now. Okay, uh, Lauren. So in honor of what I used to drink when I was racing in America's West, and this might be a first for the podcast, I have a hard kombucha. It's by June Shine, and it's called Midnight Painkiller. I, I think that is a first. That's San Diego, right, June Shine? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I know those guys. Okay, so I have a Bose local organic pale ale, and... Uh, I, I, I popped that one and uh, I, I was a little surprised, but it's a, it's a nice dry taste. So it was nice. So now with that formality gone, um, I, I guess here we are on the, uh, let's start with the herd winter racing um, preview review. So um, yeah, three laps of uh, volcano circuit counterclockwise. Um, Lots of fun, <laughs> couple, a couple little surge points, but uh, mostly a uh, wait to sprint at the end. Well, it wasn't race one, but race two, yeah. they, that breakaway went out the back end of the volcano after the lap banner. So you got to watch, you got to watch that breakaway. There is that potential, especially on the attack coming out of that volcano. So um, I yeah, I mean, that's basically the course, right? Is flat, 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 one ramp, yep. half little ramp, hang on to the group. Yeah, but so so I say uh, wait for the sprint, but the, the problem is you you have to be, you have to stay close enough because if it stretches out, the strong guys at the front will say, oh, we can get rid of these guys. Um, so it's, it, as long as that front group stays big enough, nobody wants to put in the work, but if it, if it stretches, then yeah, then you can have a snap. It yeah, seemed like, oh, go ahead. No, you first, Sean. Uh, it seemed like the, uh, the threshold for being able to make it to the sprint uh, was somewhere around a mid B. Uh, and as a low B, I got popped uh, the second time we went through the lap banner. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Sean, I'm a little surprised. So just you're good at that that one-minute effort. I, I, I thought you'd have a good chance of making it. Uh, but I never went below sweet spot in that first 12 minutes, and it was yeah. a lot of lot of red and yellow. No, that's fair. 
that was the first, um, the, the second time through that climb was the most aggressive time on our race. And I think it was actually the most aggressive. I think that was where the, the break, no, the break was later. The break wasn't until lap two, the, or the third way through on race two, I think. That's when those guys attacked and then broke it, if I recall correctly. Although the guy was following uh, Graham, Gary, 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 he, um, he didn't make it on the second go round too. That's when he got thrown off the back too. Yeah. So just looking at the, uh, the, the graphs of, of your races, or I'm, I'm kind of glad that I didn't make it through. Cause it looks like that last lap was horrible. <laughs> it did. We were chasing a small breakaway that honestly, when they went and that front rider was doing low fives with like two guys on his tail. I thought they were going to stay away. James was on discord and saying, Oh, that's coming back. I'm like, eh, I don't know, James, that looks <laughs> that has the makings of a successful break right there. Cause I'm sure shit, not chasing it. Um, I, I was going to say, when you say we were chasing it, Chris, who are you referring to? <laughs> I was drafting off. I was hanging on to the end. Yeah. <laughs> but then it did come back. I, you know, that little downhill snake section, uh, a lot of us real world shit bees, but with good power who are a little bit heavier, that kind of upped the, the pace on the chasing group and we, we caught them back up. So, yeah. Well, okay. Um, so bike selection. Yeah. Bike selection. I, I, I think there's, there's not a lot of choice. It's, it's kind of thing you got. either it's the, um, if you're a little, uh, if you're confident in your ability to get up that ramp, you, you can go with the uh, Cervelo S5 with the disc wheels, or you go with the Tron. Um, that's, I, I, I can't see doing anything else, really. I went e-bike. I, I don't think it ever slows down enough that the Tron is actually even faster than the Cervelo up that hill. Um, Probably we, not. Uh, looking at, <laughs> yeah, like, still kept it over 20 miles an hour for up that ramp. Yeah. But it's lighter. So you're less power to hold that speed up that grade. I think, yeah. I think, I don't know. My sort of rule of thumb is if it, if it has anything over like three, 4% grade in it, get the Tron otherwise pass the stereo, but. Yep. Anyway, I don't think there's a lot to choose from, but those two. So yeah, but I think, one of the either of those two and you're you should be pretty safe and if you don't have one of those two the best arrow you, you've got okay so now um let, let's uh let's play with the days of the week here so we've got the uh The herd winter racing on uh, volcano circuit all weekend um so then Coming up, starting tomorrow, we have the Women's Time Trial Series with uh, 10 miles on Innsbruck Ring. Um, so 16.1 kilometers on Innsbruck Ring. That's interesting. Um, and that follows with the Herd Series scratch race of two laps on Innsbruck ring. <laughs> um, okay. That's interesting scheduling, James. 
Uh, so then we've got a uh, herd of mountain goats over the weekend here. Um, that one is. Innsbruck, right? <laughs> no, I'm lost. It is Innsbruck. Innsbruck, UCI. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It is. It's Innsbruck, UCI. <laughs> There's a theme going on here. It's Innsbruck, UCI. Okay. Um, and then through into the stampede. Sand and sequoias, but sick custom finish, 16.1 kilometer yep. custom finish. So it's in Innsbruck. Like... <laughs> <laughs> custom finish up the leg snapper. Yeah. Uh, where does 10 miles finish that rate, that course? James, James, when I were talking about this earlier, he estimates that it's in the rollers after the climb. I think that, yeah, mm. that sounds right. Anyway, that's going to be interesting. I, I, I'll, uh, I'll see if, I can find somebody's stream to watch that. That might be that might be interesting, but I won't I think be that's, racing. I think that's one I'm going to race. And uh, so then we have on uh, Wednesday the uh, on the bullseye the uh, downtown dolphin twelve laps. So that is the points every time through the banner and double points on the finish. So, and that's uh, top 50 get points. So it's points for position, top 50, and then 50, point, 50 points for first through the banner, 100 points first through the first over the line at the finish. If you missed rooftop rendezvous last week, you missed out on some good fun. I did miss rooftop <laughs> rendezvous. Uh, yeah, how, how was that? It's murder, honestly. God. <laughs> I raced with Mark and TJ, and... Um, I was, I, I held the group, so to speak. I mean, they dusted me on every sprint um, as it came across the banner, but I stuck with them, you know, into their group for six laps. I think on the sixth top of the climb, when they went across the top, they blew me off the back. So, but I mean, it's, it's, um, it was three, four minutes all out, all the way to the top and sprint it. <laughs> yeah. What's the, uh, is it Queen's Highway the other one that has a, a nice little climb to the banner? Yep. Um, that James attempted to kill us with to finish off the herd club championship. Yep. It that was fun. successfully did that. Uh, I think James killed himself more successfully than <laughs> anyone else, but uh, yes. I mean, when you go all out for Ventop, uh for whatever that i don't know how long that took him but that's a that'll do it yep no um yeah i don't have the ability to go that hard up bent up so um yeah i was better off okay so now we switch to swift racing league and lauren hello Welcome. If no one's noticed that Lauren's here. So She's Lauren, uh, easy to miss. <laughs> so uh, Lauren, were, you were victorious with the little penguins. So congratulations. Yes. Thank you. So you're here to tell us all about it. I will try. So you guys came I think it was third in the team time trial. That's correct. And so how was that? I don't know, except from watching it, because 
I'm too small to be of too much use on that team. And the way we had set up the teams, we had 10 folks. Mm. So we were able to kind of spread out among the two races. So actually I never raced a TTT with the penguins. Okay. Yep. So on those races where you're not riding, are you on the discord channel? Are you cheering them on? Are you just watching from a distance? Are you on the team bus just chugging beers? What are you doing? Um, so, yeah. So since I started racing um, with EMEA, but I'm on America's West Coast time, I'm at work, but I definitely am on the discord anyway, trying to check in and see how they're doing. I'm watching, uh, it would usually be Zoe's stream on YouTube so that I can kind of keep track of where they are. Um, I tend to just stay quiet on the discord, except for the first TTT in the season where someone was having tech difficulties. So I was translating what Richard, the DS was saying to her through Facebook messenger so that she could know what was going on. So. Wow. That's great. And did that lead to any like weird situations where you're at work and you're in your office and something great happened and you screened up and they're like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And you're invited to HR's office later that day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so I work in a lab um, in the mornings. And so I'm usually pretty good about not really showing that I'm like not totally paying attention to the work that I'm doing. Yeah. I managed to keep the cheers to a relative minimum, but it's hard, especially when the team's doing well. She can keep one eye in a microscope <laughs> and one eye watching the race. YouTube down in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. That can be harder than actually writing sometimes. So good job. <laughs> yeah, Did you good take so then I guess you're brought in as the lightweight specialist to uh, go up uh, the hill on Innsbruck. You would think so, right? <laughs> it's not how it ended up but oh yeah so uh how how how'd you start writing when did you start what that what that look like how long ago was it was it was it in i don't remember it was i started really really slow and um something that we talk about in our uh, thursday ttt chats is that if you're a couple who's lifts, you should probably have two trainers. Um, and so I started out just occasionally using Sean's trainer and, and writing sometimes and, and not, I don't know, I wasn't like that into it. And Sean kept being like, maybe try racing. And I was like, nah, no, nah, I don't need to try racing. I'm not, that's no, I'm a runner. I don't, why would I race? So I just didn't. Yeah, it looked like your first, your first Zwift ride was like late 2018, early mm. 2019. Okay. And then your first race was uh, April. How'd that go? Bad. Uh, I insisted that I had to do a women's race, that I wanted to only be in a race with women. Um, and so I joined a race that was four women. And I was a C at the time. And everyone immediately, immediately took off. Um, and I didn't really know what was happening and fell so far behind that I rage quit and was like, well, I'm not going to do this again. That was not fun. Yay. Zwift starts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. So she didn't, she didn't fall behind there. She, it was a like figure eight reverse and she made it to the start of the reverse KOM and they, you know, did, I, I think it was a bunch of, it was like, four B's and her 
and uh, they shredded her. And uh, she got really upset with me for like, this sucks. Why, like, why do you want me to be <laughs> racing is stupid. I just like riding around. I may have gotten yelled at for convincing someone to uh, race Bologna. <laughs> oh. oh no! It's well, funny because uh, uh, how how when did you get back into racing? The beginning of this year of twenty. Thing? It was end of 2020. End of 2020. What it, did I do HWR? It was the H when it was still HBR. HBR. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yes. Okay. Um, and then I guess kind of like kind of got connected with Claire, really. Sean connected me with Claire. He's like, I think you might actually like to do this. And I so I finally, you know, did. And there was enough at that point. I was still a C and so in women's and there was enough of a presence on the West coast for C's and women's, yep. especially in January with everybody definitely, well, except not in California, but most people being inside. Um, and so I joined the meerkats um, for that ZRL season. Especially in, in uh, late 2020, early 2021, there were a lot of people on Zwift. Yes. Yep. So at that point, were you conscious of, you say you were a C, you were, ch you were still connected with Zwift Power. You were aware that this whole racing world existed, um, even though to your point, you were just interested in riding around and looking at the scenery and getting some, some time on the bike in and not necessarily competing and thrashing the crap out of people and vice versa. So you were aware that this whole racing universe existed so you got connected. Sean was racing I, I started racing you know I think uh I raced you in in a C HSRL like yeah mid 2020 or 2019 yeah uh so I bet I got into it through HSRLs uh and that's where I first started like oh this is fun uh she saw me doing that and was like okay what's this herd nonsense and started riding the, the herd things. And actually looks like her first ZRL race was like four weeks after her first HBR race. Okay, so let's say, uh, I'm just gonna back up a, a touch here for those that don't know and aren't on our Zoom call for this podcast. Sean and Lauren are in the same house. Correct. <laughs> that might not have been picked up on until this point. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we forgot to mention that at one point. I thought she was just green screened in, but it was like <laughs> dark, dark blue, purple. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, how have the uh, the herd series kind of helped you gain some confidence or work through getting better at racing? Yeah. So. That first, well, I'd say might know my first two ZRL seasons, I'll say, were a bit a bit slapdash, I guess, um, because I didn't really know what I was doing or how to be an effective racer right away. Um, I was just kind of like trying to go as hard as I could and hope for the best. I upgraded in. 
what would that was, was it still HBR then? Because it would have been partway through the first season I was racing. So it was in um, in Paris. I upgraded to be a B in women's. I'm still a mixed C, but I upgraded. And I had luckily done enough of the ZRL races that I could still be on that C squad. So I was able to complete that first season as a women's C. Um, and so it, especially on the West Coast for women, the numbers are low. Once I got to be a B, uh, there were maybe 30 women in the race. And so I would kind of do a lot of the herd races so that I was in races with bigger numbers, with more people. Uh, because I think that that does a little bit better, especially when you're starting out at kind of teaching. Um, I was, though, really excited when the series started. And the, that first time, uh, I would be racing that on like my Saturday at noon. And the group that ended up being there were uh, a lot of these women were from Australia and New Zealand. And so I ended up racing really consistently with these women. Uh, over multiple weeks and kind of just like started up a, you know, a, a Zwift friendship. Um, pedal pals. Pedal pals. <laughs> it was coined by someone in one of the many Zwift related chats I'm in. Um, and so the, the Sherry is actually, because at that point I was racing as a B, but the numbers were low, but there was so much camaraderie and so much fun and like chatting and some strategizing. So I, I started to really, really enjoy it, I guess. Um, and so, so yeah, I, I, those were most of the kind of not ZRL races I were doing would be some other herd races um, and having a women's only race. And the fact that that's expanded has been really awesome. And getting in with the TTT teams. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have me even though I'm small. <laughs> yeah. So, all uh, and so actually, I'm just going to throw a bit of context and history into this. So, I, I don't know. Um, Brent and Chris, I think you guys are both around. Sean, I don't think you were yet. So, for season one of, uh, of ZRL, when that was announced and the rule set, so there were no mixed teams. It was men's and women's. And there was, so at that time uh, in, because it was Herd Summer Racing League going on at the time, we didn't have enough women racing to field teams. Um, so, you know, we, we were pretty concerned that, you know, the, the women that were racing weren't going to be able to race. So that was actually a really big concern. Now, what happened, and it was it, it was really a big proof of sometimes if you build it, they will come. Um, the WTRL ran the Fearless series on Tuesday nights for, I forget what it was, uh, 10 weeks or something um, of uh, women's racing. And there were a few... Uh, a, a few girls that really got into it in the herd and started pulling riders from the herd group rides over into the racing group. And that, I mean, by, by the end of the second season, I think, well, even by the end of the first season, but the herd became, I think the biggest women's team in ZRL. 
So no, it was uh, it just the, how that happened and happened so fast. And it was really incredible. And then uh, that kind of led to, you know, we had, uh, so in our, for the second season of ZRL uh, last, uh, last winter, um, on, on our mixed team, we had uh, Becca and Marjolin on the team and uh so when we were all talking and then so when o- over the summer uh, james we, we were kind of talking there isn't a lot of women's series and so yeah the the tuesday series was uh, was born uh, just and i mean james was able to get another set of race times because we're going to do women's races. There aren't enough women's races. And that's why he was able to get time. So it was, uh, and it, it worked out really well. I mean, the Tuesday when it comes up against ZRL is, uh, is tough for numbers, but uh, yeah, it's, I, I think uh, anyway, we'll, we'll try to talk James into how we can refocus it when that comes up again. But I, I think there's probably something that can be done there. Well, I, I think so. that, the Tuesday slot specifically, I think he picked it at first is to be sticky for those, those W yep. uh, WTRLs that are all racers so that, you know, you get used to doing your Tuesday race. Now here's your next Tuesday race. And then um, in the, when the ZRL comes back, he slides it off to the weekends, but. Yeah. So anyway, now that we've got both race slots again, we'll see what the, what the plan is. I, I've got some, some just some suggestions for James and we'll see. Uh, we'll see. More Innsbruck. <laughs> Apparently. Innsbruck all the time. Speaking of right. Innsbruck. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to ask what your normal week looks like in terms of all these different events. How do you, what days do you race? <clears throat> do you take any consciously off as rest days? Like how do you meter out your, your efforts and keep yourself fresh for all these podium uh, finishing <laughs> events that you do? So typically, especially I'll start with when we're in a ZRL season, because then I'm racing Tuesday. Um, I will sometimes do the TTT with one of the America's West teams um, on that Thursday. Uh, And then I would typically race Saturday. Um, I was starting to work back into doing a run on Wednesday. And then on Sunday, it would be a long ride if I felt like it, which I usually did, uh, usually still inside. And then Monday and Friday, I would take off and would try to do yoga or some other kind of non-bike or running activity. Yeah. So I, I'm going to try to be working more into doing workouts. Uh, but once I started racing, I found racing much more motivating. And so I tended to prioritize racing over doing structured workouts. Um, the first time I really got into and actually felt like the workouts were something I wanted to do was with this year's Zwift Academy. Um, that, that helped. It was kind of better when I did them alone rather than in the groups, but it, it made me realize that there are probably some benefits to me doing structured workouts, even though I tend to find them a little boring. You know yeah, what you I need? <laughs> what? You need a BMX bike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> N plus one. I need many more bikes, right? Absolutely. 
you can probably cut out running too. I'm just not a fan of that. Just yeah. chop that right away. Um, I don't really uh, think any. I run, Lauren. I run. She yeah. has these these like weird. <laughs> I would say really weird thoughts that she might do a triathlon at some point, but like yes. overrated, overrated, gross. Yeah. Uh, I was also I was a swimmer in high school. I was a swimmer and a runner. Uh, if you can and swim then and run, you're like already ninety percent better than every triathlon in the world <laughs> and then you figured out that bikes are more fun than either yep. <laughs> this is also true I did. bikes are fun running is fun i uh i don't run as much now but i i i was a better runner than i am a cyclist for sure mm. but so Lauren, i'm terrible at all of it but i did do both zwift academy road and zwift academy try and i also did all of the workouts by myself i did none of that group stuff it was all good i agree with you <laughs> it's fair so uh it, yeah it, sorry chris better runner than a cyclist is not a high bar for me <laughs> especially with the new trainer mm. really? yeah down 20 watts doesn't help so uh, i'm curious like you mentioned you were a little bit reluctant to get into this crazy world and rightfully so because we're all we're all nuts um to get into this crazy herd racing world the numbers have grown especially on the women's side and that's amazing the, the ladies have been doing so well to represent the herd what would you say because even now there are still women who are thinking that racing is not for them yeah. within the herd universe uh what would you say to them what would you say to yourself a year ago a year and a half ago that you know now that you didn't know then? That it, it's a lot more, so I guess I was a little bit nervous about the competitive sort of aspect of it. Uh, and to kind of get into it and be on a team with multiple women and to sort of find that it was really supportive and really fun. Uh, is, is probably what I would tell myself, because I know that that's, those are sort of my fears is that it would just be too competitive or mean, or that I would get too stressed out about races. And I definitely still get stressed out about races. Um, but being in the chats with my teammates, everybody does, uh, pretty much all of them are, are getting stressed out about races. I was told by the rest of the penguins to, tell everyone um, that Zoe says, ah, before every race, every week we would get a text and all of us would feel, you know, pretty similarly that we were all like obsessing and overanalyzing like how we were gonna do. But the support from everyone and the fact that we're all doing it together and that nobody gets mad at you if you have a bad race, that you're working on a team and that that happens to everyone was just so refreshing and wonderful. Brent gets mad at me all the time. <laughs> and we all get mad at James for every course selection. I think getting mad at James is, is her tradition.
And we're back. <laughs> so we had a little bit of an issue, but uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to stitch this together and it's going to be absolutely completely not seamless. Thank you to our sponsors who bought ad space right in the middle. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and have another drink. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Lift brought to you by alcohol. Okay, so uh, now we're going to jump into um, how everybody did. So uh, we've got uh, we had a lot of herd teams in the uh, in the playoffs. So uh, let's start with how the how the B one went for the women with uh, with Lauren. So you guys absolutely hammered the points race to uh to to jump up to first from third after the ttt and uh, yeah that was that's that was something it was so i've talked i've talked to um that's one of the things about the penguins is that tina is so she's always checking in with all of us all the time She's such a stellar captain. If I ever end up captaining a team again, that's, that's my model. Um, and she, and I, like, I can't even believe that it was less than a week ago. It seems crazy because this week has been long, but she and I were still talking about how we were pinching ourselves that we won, that that even happened because it was just so amazing, but it did come from a lot of planning. Like it, she put in that race and those of us who wanted to do that race, the ones who were going to be able to get points. Um, Sean kind of told me, he, he, I didn't realize this. We won, we won what, one race over the course of the actual season? Finished outright? second second in their league, won one of the, the eight races. Uh, and it turns out that the three teams that made the playoffs uh, all finished in the top five in the playoffs. So yeah. from our EMA is yeah very strong and was yeah. intimidating starting out, um, but also amazing. Um, yeah, Crush Pod, those those women they actually had two teams in the B one, and mm -hmm. because I had been doing the series, I knew some of them actually, and so they I had already kind of made friends with some of them, and that was actually really nice. There were some working together at the back things that happened, which was actually a lot of fun during the season. Um, so yeah, we really just, we had such a strong team, um, for that final points race that had kind of developed over the season, because I think earlier in the, the podcast, I think you said, Craig, that, you know, I'm, I'm going to be going up the climbs and doing real well in the climbs. And so that was how I started out the season because that's what it was for me in the seas when I started out racing. But it turns out that actually I'm a sprinter. Um, and I had been a sprinter in both high school and college. I actually did college track and I did sprints as a runner. I wasn't sure how or if that would translate to the bike. Her technique was garbage. Of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> I had running technique. I didn't have like cycling technique. That's silly. Um, and so I had the, my dad says, and this is a part of it. I had the genes to sprint, but I didn't have the technique or the strategy 
but over the course of both this last season and with the series, I started developing my sprint and started just being able to do it to the point where it was countryside tour. It was before countryside tour, that race. Tina was like, do you want to sprint? She's like, I'm going to ask you something. You can say no. And I was like, no, I, I definitely want to sprint for that race. Yeah. I got the fastest time of all 60 women in that race. And I was almost certainly the smallest person in the race. Yep. Um, and it was definitely, it was partly technique. It was partly that I had finally learned how to actually sprint. Yeah. And from that personal sp- perspective, I was able to translate that into the third fastest time on that sprint in the playoffs race. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that's, that's a good sprint for a small sprinter too, with a little bit, being a little bit uphill and you know, that's, that's a really good call. Yeah. So and then, uh, so, so that's really good. And then, uh, the yeah, rest of guys, the team, I think just... all, everybody got basically everyone got points. So I was DSing and, yep. uh, Line and Yoka every time over that leg snapper, were in that first group and looking yep. for, uh, FAL points. Tina, uh, crushes sprints yep. and got the first and fifth fastest times. Uh, Roseanne and Yoka were both in the top uh, so Yoka got fifth and Roseanne got seventh up the climb. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was so there, the team that, that had won in their league was supported by one very strong rider who actually did, as you'd expect, really well in the playoffs race. Turns out that having a whole team of people who are picking up points crushes one rider who is really strong yep 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 no absolutely uh no uh, that's that's great so and did i you was like, very disappointed to see the butterflies get uh, uh, get dq'd uh, it so broke I, my heart yeah I it DS, broke my heart ids for the butterflies sometimes oh. uh they're they're great but yes. uh yeah and it's I, I kind of liked the idea of being able to stay with your team after a certain number of races, but the way the limit goes, I think it's, it, I understand that, you know, you, you had people doing C level to get to halfway and then all of a sudden they're doing a power and like, no, that, that doesn't work either. But uh, yeah, the, the, the way the DQs go, it, it's just, it's really tough. So Anyway, that I, I think that the the butterflies DQ might have been like a missed verification or something, which is rough on the TTT when one person does miss yeah. the the verification. It's the team, um, because it, if uh, I think they would have finished uh, tied for fifth if their uh, TTT had counted, so oh, butterflies yeah. would have been top five overall on the league as well. Yep. Anyway, so then, uh, so let's just uh, round up the teams. Round up the the uh, the other herd. Uh, So the women's B, yeah, little penguins won it. Butterflies eleventh. Then uh, we've got uh, women's C. Gen two penguins fourth. Marine otters ninth. Women's D. Emperor penguins fourth. Bobcats. Down to 
fifth after that late DQ. Men's B, the pacing Palomino. I, I got to say the pacing Palominos, just insane that they won that uh, the points race. Um, they they were not good in the uh, in the TTT relative to the other teams, but wow, did they hammer that! Did they win it or did they get second? Sorry, I I think they won the that race. I thought they were. Uh, no, you're right. They were second. Yeah, they were second, second to Virtue Slow, right? Uh, yeah, just yeah. just by Vir- a couple of points. But yeah, Virtue Slow is the team from our EMEA North. Yeah, w one team who are just well they have two guys who are a's now yeah those yeah. guys were a's at the start they were a's before <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh i mean whatever i'm sure they're within the rules all the rest of it but like yeah chasing those guys all season i'll tell you that, that was a super strong team nothing to be ashamed of those guys they ended up winning the whole thing too and the swedish dudes would they finish like fifth or something yeah anyway you're just crazy yeah. strong um, so then the men see the herd mentality were 12th dynamic dingoes 21st. And then in the D's, the powerful pronghorns came sixth. And, uh, yeah, so that was, uh, that was the roundup. So I just want to go into next season for, um, for ZRL. So, I picked, I picked out when I, when I look at it, four things jumped out at me. Um, so classic is probably more of a sprinter's course, even more of a sprinter's course than we've ever run a, a, a road race on in, uh, in ZRL. So that's going to be really interesting. And then park perimeter. I mean, everybody hates New York and that's a <laughs> lot of elevation around four laps. It really is. I was so Wow. Uh, Temples and Towers is like six climbs, three climbs over the one lap. Yep. Uh, and yet, Park Perimeter has more elevation uh, yep. per kilometer than those than Temples and Towers. Yep. Oh, definitely. Wow. And uh, so uh, that one, I mean, Climbers Gambit, we, so, yeah, we we talked before that Climbers Gambit. Which, so that was the uh, the Zwift Academy special uh, new course, uh, event only course. Um, so yeah, intra, That's uh, that's an interesting one. Having the whole climb up, uh, epic reverse. So I think it's a super interesting uh, race course. I'm I I get like I don't particularly care for epic KOM, but like the whole dynamic of basically punchers race away race down the backside of titans grove and then try and stay away while the climbers come up that that'll be interesting yeah it's how much of a get so one can you punch away from the climbers at any point and if Mm -hmm. you can can you get enough of a gap i mean honestly you're probably not going to drop anybody but yeah it's it's going to be interesting and then uh, the other one is actually Richmond reverse on a TTT. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's a fun TTT. I, I, I actually really like that one. It's you're like, you really have to work together. It's, it's not just running a chain game. Uh, you're, you, you have, there's more thinking to it. So I, I think that's going to be a, a good one too. That's one of those when they go into this and say it's a team event. Yeah, like this really highlights the fact that it's yeah. a team event. 
like your weakest link you got to work together get up and over those all those lumps like that's going to be a fun one and it's two laps and it's oh, two yeah, laps yeah, yeah. yeah. so you can't just like okay well we got we got up you know we dropped them and well now we're on the flat so we got to get through the second time so you still got to get your four guys four ladies over yeah up and, and, up mean, over and down and up and over and down and up yeah. and over anyway and that, yeah. there's a lot of different ways to play that so that that's going to be interesting and it then, almost I mean, has as much the other, the other elevation too, but. as temples and towers that that for the ttt almost has as much climb yeah. as temples and towers that's nuts that'll yeah. be interesting yeah, yeah no and I, so i don't know if you've done i don't know lauren if you've done the uh that course on ttt it's been run a bunch of times um but uh, hit yeah it. That, that one's fun i bet um and yeah so i guess i'm for now anyway unless somebody really wants to wants to do it they're welcome to uh they're welcome to volunteer but uh, i'm doing the coordination for the mixed teams again um claire i think is uh going to continue on with the women's teams but uh yeah so the, just to kind of round up what our plan is so I'm going to try and get a sign out that sign up out this week. I have to work tomorrow, so it won't be tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, try to get that out Sunday. Um, so, but the idea is keep everybody on the same. All the all the movement that we had the first few teams, the first few seasons, because we had rule changes, zone changes, uh, everything else. Um, that's kind of that should be settled out quite a bit. And we don't have the issue with the time zone change that we're gonna have between two and three. So I, I think uh, what we, uh, the, the plan is by default, everybody's on the same team. And there's gonna be spots where people have to move around, both from people get promoted, they're up in the next zone, new people need to get fit in. If anybody new signs up, everybody's welcome, we'll find you a team. Um, but, and then there's also the, the teams that are in the one divisions, um, got to put the right people in there because it's no fun for somebody that's just a new, new in their division to go into a one, you're, you're, you're going to get shelled. Fast. It's still fun. It's just a different kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, I, so at a certain point, it's just not fun because <laughs> you don't see anybody after the first two minutes. Yeah. You see me at the back. <laughs> yeah. Or me. <laughs> yeah. Still so, have fun uh, to be one, right, Chris? <laughs> so much fun. I'd do it again, and I probably will. <laughs> yeah. So th this has been a kind of a, a, a giant uh, uh, Pinktron with the with the ZRL uh, the ZRL wrap up. So uh, I guess let's uh, let's throw it around the horn. So uh, let's go, Lauren. You're first. Um, gosh, it's like, what am I doing right now? Sean says whatever I want. So the types of races and the types of things I'm doing until uh, ZRL starts up again is going to be kind of whatever I'm thinking of that I feel like doing. At some point, uh, Legion of LA appears to be doing crit races and they have a women's only, which is so exciting. And so I might try to find one of those. Um, 
maybe I'll try, you know, herd of mountain goats because in mixed seed, I might actually be good at that again. Um, yeah. But really, it's it, the the other the chatter is just the penguins already kind of talking about next season and talking about hey, Indiokio, are they going to get those things fixed so that we can actually see where the sprint starts? Or are we just going to have to do like so many recons to actually figure out where those dang starts are? You can see them. You just uh, you have to look careful. Not soon enough. Mario Line and I are basically going to just do a lot of like recording multiple <laughs> U-turns and trying to figure out where those are and send the videos to each other so we can actually see where the spreads start. Good stuff. Chris, you're up. Uh, okay, sticking with ZRL, I would just like to preemptively remind everybody listening that a bidet is a horse. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna cut that off right at the pass. Um, but then while we have this unique opportunity and Lauren is here, you're talking earlier about some of the quirks on your team. I just want to know what kind of quirks and weird stuff Sean does before he hops on the bike. What are his uh, his race day habits? Overnight oats. Yep, Overnight that's, oats. yep. And he got me onto that even though I was like, oatmeal sucks, but it's pretty good as fuel. So, oatmeal does so. suck. <laughs> oatmeal, are we talking like the steel cut ones? Like the, like yeah. the okay, I'm with you on that, okay. Yeah. Perfect. And you, you you do those on the pot on the stove? Nope. The overnight. Throw them in. Throw them in a bunch of uh, in a bunch of water, yogurt, yogurt and honey, yogurt, peanut butter, peanut butter, and honey overnight in the fridge. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I'm in. I usually do mine like on the stove morning of with some yeah, cranberry, but... some walnuts. But <laughs> I'm okay. lazy, lazy and don't want to do anything in the morning. Both of us are lazy. Which well, that requires some pre-work the night before. So that's a. I'm much better at doing work at night. <laughs> okay. Oh, maybe this right. is a Canadian, but how do you do oatmeal without maple? <laughs> agave. You do agave nectar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can't get us the good stuff, Craig, and we'll yeah. switch. <laughs> yeah. You, you're the only ones who have it. Let the, <laughs> let the strategic <laughs> reserves go, Craig. <laughs> They've released some of the strategic reserve, actually. But I saw that. <laughs> Trying um, to recap after the great maple syrup theft. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real thing. It was, Somebody stole it was like a semi-truck like full nine of million liters. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> That's all I had. Okay. <laughs> Red. Uh, I think I'll go with a quick. Um, unlock kit review Neokio purple shoes good yes the Wift Academy time trial helmet black with the teal stripe good mm. um Zwift Academy like kit eh, only okay and Zwift Academy road and hat gray with purple brim boring Lauren has just learned uh what I learned last season is that the uh ZRL <laughs> champions helmet is garbage Oh, what? <laughs> it's just boring. It's just like a white helmet. Yeah, it, it, it's a little boring, and it, but it's it's just noticeable enough that people will mark you. Yeah. Oh, really? I've never <laughs> even noticed one before. Yeah. Were you in a pink hat today? Yeah. Where did you get that? Uh, the 2019 
Giro oh, stage. Yeah, Giro hat. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was the no. it was the like uh, when they released Bologna. Like if you did it during that, you got the pink hat. Okay, I was trying to find a hat to match my match my socks and my Tron, obviously, and I came upon that, but that was before I even began my Zwifting career. So right. So I guess it's I'm going to go now, and I'm going to give Sean the last word the, this week. So I have been barely on the bike, um, and I, so the biggest reason why actually is that I'm I'm actually trying to break through the plateau, and I'm Ooh. on the uh, I'm on the weights. So Woo. it's uh, yeah, lot, lot, lots of squats and deadlifts, and yeah, so. I, I get it's only been about 20 years since I've done much weight work so oh yeah same yeah I, <laughs> I, I think it's it's good and I mean really my my real life cycling with the BMX it's all sprint I, I need the strength so yep time to time to do that and it's it's worth a, a few hours on the bike John bad, bad idea to give me the last one because I got angry at something this <laughs> week yeah. Uh, so I did the uh, WTRL Auto Cat race. Love it. Love the Auto Cat. Love the love the race style. Hate the way that Zwift handles internet dropouts mm. because uh, I had two I had two connection drops during the race. Uh, the first one and and internet drops. I learned uh, last in one of those ZRL seasons that if I don't hammer as soon as my connection drops out, I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so first time started hammering, ended up catching the group. Second time it was as we were coming down the Richmond Park descent. I was in the front of the group and uh, connection dropped. I'm doing 500 watts down a hill. Uh, and I was out for 10 seconds. And when it comes back, I'm five seconds off the back. Yep. Uh, they need to fix how they do their predict. It makes no sense that like, because your connection drops, you lose the draft. Like you're, you're still in the race. It knows that it, that you're in a group of 20 people. It does. Anyway. So it, it, I do, uh, it, as far as uh, so this is where your local client does the draft it, it gets, right it's on the as far as i uh my understanding it's the entire structure of how zwift works uh, that is why that works like that but yeah that makes sense except why not when you come back just pop you forward when it says like oh no you had draft that whole time like <laughs> it it's not that difficult to uh interpolate that that 10 seconds is 10 seconds anyway uh so i spent a minute and a half after that at just stupid watts uh got to one second after the elevator or the escalator Mm -hmm. like i'm sprinting back to that group Mm -hmm. and then entirely blew up and the group went away and i'm it's end of the race yeah, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the pink trauma without a good Zwift rant. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's good. Okay. Well, thanks everybody. And uh thanks for listening. And we will 
See you next week. Thank you.